I've got another kind of flip side. Let's go back to the American Championship. We just talked about Bobier. What about other side of the, the fence, so to speak, Joe Roberts? Obviously, he's killing it in the super stocked class in 600s. And some would argue that he should actually really be in super sport. And I would like to say or like to see him perhaps for the superbike race uh, at Laguna, where the big boys are coming, for him to go and, you know, maybe maybe do something different. But I don't know, just to, because he needs to showcase himself. Yeah, and, you know, I mean, right now he's got Richie Escalante that uh, I think, Joe, when we started this year, I think everybody had the opinion that he should win every race. I mean, he's, I think, by far the most experienced guy out there. Um, and Richie, you know, he's been there and pushing him. And uh, so I, I don't really know. I, I would like to, and, you know, I don't know 100% the differences between the Super Sport mm. and the Super Stock. And is there three seconds in a lap time, you know, between those Well, his lap times are certainly equivalent of a top five, top six in the Super Sport. I guess what I'm trying to say is I'd like to see him showcase in front of the World Championship in the Emoto America actual Super Sport Championship against Josh Heron and against these guys because because at least then we'll get a better benchmark as to, you know, how good he is. Yeah, I mean, at that same you know, flip of the coin. I mean, it's a, if, if he does do that, it's a bike that he hadn't been riding all year. Yeah, so you yeah, can't yeah. really sit there and judge on one event. I think it's going to take him actually finishing this year, jumping up a class, and then we'll see more next year. Mm. At, at the same time, I think he's he's a great rider. He's an absolute great rider. In order to become better, you've got to be pushed. Mm. Last but not least, uh, the KTM Cup. The, they continue to uh, be the entertainment factor of the of the weekend, in my opinion. Uh, but great result, finally, for Braden Ort, who's been so close uh, to winning a KTM Cup race. And he's finally done it for Canada and his family, who have been supporting him throughout. Uh, great result for him, but a, but a well-taken victory, too. Yeah, absolutely. And like I said, uh, I mean, he's just, Braden's just a cool kid. Uh, family's awesome. And it just reminds me so much of back in the day, you know, when you're just starting out and everything's fresh and you're getting going and you're winning your races. And it uh, it kind of brings me back through the memories. But he, um, he rode a fantastic race. Uh, and there was a lot less of that cat and mouse thing going on, you know, that kind of happened over uh, the last few races. And he, he got out in front and just said, you know what, I'm going to put my head down and somebody wants to come by they can and uh, fortunate for him that nobody got around him what I also liked was the press conference because you and I were both there we had a couple of questions ourselves but what I liked was the way he handled the media not just uh, you know the assembly but the way he kind of, his demeanor he had a touch of the Edwards with the media and let's face it you'd, you'd be the first to admit it's been a huge part of your career has been your response to the media and how they respond to you and it does play a part in today's modern day racing absolutely uh, 100% and you know, I think I think Braden. Uh, you know, when I was growing, coming through into it, I, I just wanted everybody to know who I was. Mm-hmm. This is just me, so I just spoke the truth and whatever was on my brain, um, instead of worrying about thanking, thanking my boot sponsor and helmet. So you know, I mean, that was all. They they should just know that. Um, that Braden, yeah, he was definitely just straight off the cuff. You know, they asked him a question and he had an answer for it, and and that's really. Was he seventeen? He's fifty or fifteen. <laughs> so I mean, that's that's surprising, and that's that's good for him. 
All right. Well, uh, Moto America on to Laguna Seca. It's going to be interesting, isn't it? As we look ahead, this is, if we culminate it uh, in all the rounds that have been starting at uh, Circuit of the Americas where nobody knew anything about Moto America and, and it was all just starting. But now we head a little bit more watertight, if you like, as a championship and the riders a little bit more race craft to them and race uh, time. Uh, and now we're going to be put in front of the guys that matter, which is the World Championship and Dorna as well. So this is a chance to shine, isn't it? And if that would that be if you were riding a way to look at it? Yeah, 100%. Um, you know, you, you can never uh, downplay that that scenery. You know, when you're there and you got all the big teams and all the big bosses there and, and you might be a sideline act, but at the end of the day, it's still entertainment and the guys are still going to watch. So it, um, it'll be good for them. And I think, you know, to see who steps up and who decides to uh, to get with the program, I think it'll be interesting. And Laguna, great track and, of course, great memories. It's, you, you know, Laguna has, it can be it can be one or two things. <laughs> I mean, it, it can be a complete domination fest on whoever has their bike set up right, whoever's feeling it that weekend. Um, at the same time, if, if you got two guys that haven't got it quite right, it could, they could duke it out to the to the finish. So, it uh, I don't know. We'll wait and see. And we know there's going to be nice weather and good food and good people, and uh, it's going to be a great weekend.